everyone. Welcome. That's my daughter, Kylie. Hey, that's my mom, Mary. And it's a sip, sip, hooray. Welcome, everyone. Yes. Hello, Patreon family. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. It's okay. We'll grow. Right? Yes. We decided to bring to you the stages of grief. Yes. And we grieve not only because of death, but we can grieve the loss of a job, a breakup, an illness diagnosis. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all different things that people grieve about. Mm-hmm. And grief is universal. Yeah. Grief is also very personal. We are all different. Every person is different. So everyone grieves differently. We're like snowflakes. We're the snowflakes of grief. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's like the classic, I don't know how I would react in that situation. Yes. Which applies to everything. You don't know. Including grief. Yep. Yes. It's not very neat. It doesn't follow any timeline or any schedule. You might cry, become angry withdraw feel empty but none of these things are unusual and none of these things are wrong so like i said everyone grieves differently but there are some common stages as they say and the order of feelings experienced during grief yeah so why do we grieve understanding the nature of grief can help those coping through a loss as well as helping others who are grieving Mm -hmm. so we're going to talk about the five stages of grief yes and they're kind of i feel like what that's trying to say is these are like umbrellas Mm -hmm. you know it's not a necessary exact thing it's like anything in this shade yes you'll probably go through and it seems like the five stages of grief are not in any particular order yes Mm -hmm. it's listed as the most common but most common doesn't always mean correct yeah so the first one is denial or isolation Mm-hmm. And I definitely feel like that is always the first thing. So Oh, absolutely. Right? Like, no. No, they didn't. Yes. Mm-hmm. For something did. pretty tragic. Mm-hmm. So when we lose someone or something important to us, it is natural to reject the idea that it could be true. In turn, we may isolate ourselves to avoid reminders of the truth. Others who wish to comfort us may only make us hurt more while we are still coming to terms with the loss. Mm-hmm. Grief is an overwhelming emotion. It's not unusual to respond to the strong and often sudden feelings by pretending the loss or change just isn't happening. Mm -hmm. Denying it gives you time to absorb the news and begin to process it more gradually. This is a common defense mechanism and helps numb you to the intensity of the situation. As you move out of the denial stage, however, the emotions you've been hiding will begin to rise and you'll be confronted with a lot of sorrow that you've denied or been denying. Mm -hmm. This is also part of the journey of grief but it can be difficult. Yes, I agree. And I think that it's also true for the opposite like when you hear amazing news Mm -hmm. your first thought's no way Mm -hmm. this isn't happening to me this can't be true yeah exactly so the second stage that we're going to cover is anger when it is no longer possible to live with denial it is common to become frustrated and angry we might feel like something extremely unfair is happening to us and wonder what we did to deserve it where denial can be considered a coping mechanism anger is masking effect 
Oh, I never thought of it like that. Mm -hmm. Anger is hiding many of the emotions and pain that you carry. This anger may be redirected at other people, yeah. such as the person who died, mm -hmm. your ex, or your old boss. Yeah, whatever the situation. Mm -hmm. You may even aim your anger at inanimate objects, <laughs> like a pillow. You know, punch a pillow. Okay, that's true. And it is kind of funny because you could like blame your car, yes. you know, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> So it makes sense, but it sounds funny when you read it. <laughs> yes. So while your rational brain knows the object of your anger isn't to blame, your feelings in that moment are too intense to act according to that. Mm. Anger may mask itself in feelings like bitterness and resentment. It may not be clear-cut fury or rage. That's so true. Yeah. Not everyone will experience this stage of grief. Others may linger here. As the anger subsides, however, you begin to think think more rationally about what's happening and feeling the emotions you've been pushing aside. That's so true. I just think of that red creature in Inside Out. Oh my gosh. I <laughs> love that movie for its Me betrayal too. of so many emotions. Mm -hmm. Third stage is usually bargaining. So in this stage, we might somehow seek to change the circumstances of the situation causing our grief. Mm -hmm. For example, a religious person whose loved one is dying might seek to negotiate with God to keep the person alive. Yeah. I feel like that's like the most common. Yes. Like, I will go to church every single day if you... Oh my gosh, right? Mm -hmm. Or I will get my sister to go to church with me. Yes. Like, I'll bring someone yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> Bargaining may help the grieving person cope by allowing them to have a sense of control in the face of helplessness. During grief, you may feel vulnerable and helpless. In those moments of intense emotions, it's not uncommon to look for ways to regain control or want to feel like you can affect the outcome of the event. In the bargaining stage of grief, you may find yourself creating a lot of what if and if only statements. Yes. Yeah. Like, if only I had left five minutes earlier, it could be something like mm -hmm. that. It also is not uncommon for religious individuals to try and make a deal or promise to God or a higher power in return for healing or relief from the grief and pain. Oh, yeah. Like we were just talking about. Yeah. Or, God, if you can get me through this, <laughs> you know, I'll never doubt you. I thought it was only during tests. Oh, God, if you, if you get me an egg. I promise. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Poor God, we were bargaining with him all the time. <laughs> yes. yes. Bargaining is a line of defense against the emotions of grief. It helps you postpone the sadness, confusion, or hurt. Yes. It sounds like the underlying part of each of these stages is just putting off the inevitable mm -hmm. yeah. feeling of sadness and grief. So another stage is depression. Mm. This one could be tough. So if you are feeling depressed, talk to somebody, get help. Mm -hmm. In this stage, we feel the weight of our sadness over the loss. Feeling extremely down in the wake of loss is normal. However, it is important to be aware that clinical depression is different from grief and they are treated differently by mental health professionals. Oh. Whereas anger and bargaining can feel very active, depression can feel like a quiet stage of grief. Mm -hmm. In the early stages of loss, you may be running from your emotions. Try to stay a step ahead of them. At this point, however, you may be able to embrace and work through them in a healthier manner. You may also choose to isolate yourself from others in order to fully cope with loss. Yeah. That doesn't mean, however, 
however, that depression is easy or well-defined. Like the other stages of grief, depression can be difficult and messy. It can also be overwhelming. You may feel foggy, heavy, and confused. So talk to someone. Yeah, like these isolating things are tough because you've got to reach out. Mm -hmm. But also if you see someone, say something. (laughs) See something, say something. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes. A depression may feel like an inevitable landing point for any loss. However, if you feel stuck and you can't seem to move past this stage of grief, Mm -hmm. talk to a mental health expert. A therapist can help you through this. Yeah. And there's um, like therapy virtually now. Yes. Which I actually want to try. (laughs) <laughs> like better help. Yeah, exactly. I want to try that. Mm-hmm. And then the fifth and final stage. So I guess this is probably the universal one is ultimately acceptance. Yes. Because eventually the grieving person may come to terms with their loss. Accepting a loss does not necessarily mean the person is no longer grieving. In fact, many grief experts say that grief can continue for a lifetime after a major loss. Mm -hmm. And coping with the loss only becomes easier over time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Waves of grief can be triggered by reminders of the loss long after it has happened and long after the person has, quote, accepted it. Those waves may also trigger a cross wave into any of the other crossover. Oh, yeah. <laughs> These <laughs> waves may also trigger a crossover into any of the other four stages of grief, mm-hmm. like someone's birthday, I'm sure, something like that. Oh, absolutely. Right. I feel you could swing. You could swing back and forth. Absolutely. Acceptance is not necessarily a happy or uplifting stage of grief. It doesn't mean you've moved past the grief or loss. It does, however, mean that you've accepted it and have come to understand what it means in your life now mm-hmm. i'll never forget my own trauma that i've had and then just seeing the world go on and just like wondering why it's still going on like normal yes like how can people still be laughing when i feel like this exactly yes. like do people not know that this awful thing just happened in my life mm-hmm. and so that's crazy because acceptance really is when you're like well they have their own things going on too we're all yes. just moving forward mm-hmm you may feel very different in this stage that's entirely expected you've had a major change in your life and that upends the way you feel about many things look to acceptance as a way to see that there may be more good days than bad there may still be bad and that's okay Mm -hmm. in some grief is personal nuanced and a complicated process it will not look the same for any two people who are grieving Mm -hmm. however those who are grieving may experience similar emotions along the way everyone grieves differently so when people say how long will this last there's no exact time frame yeah you may remain in one stage of grief for months and then skip other stages altogether. Yeah, it just depends. Mm-hmm. This is typical. It takes time to go through the grieving process. Mm-hmm. Just remember when grieving for someone who has died, a broken heart is an open heart. Give yourself permission to grieve because grief is an expression of love. The best way to live with loss is to find a way to continue your bond with the deceased. And don't give death power, even though it takes someone away from you physically it never takes away their love that's beautiful when a loved one dies part of us dies with them but part of them lives on in us Yes. Oh, that's beautiful. So I say there's a little box inside everyone's heart and inside that box are all your past loves. I like that. Or like a little little tiny drawer. Mm-hmm. 
So thank you for listening to us. Yes. Thanks for this. Um, we hope you know a little bit more about grief now. Yes. Pull this out, this episode out and dust it off when you or someone you love is going through anything. Yes. <laughs> yes. And remember that you're not alone. Exactly. So reach out. We're here. People love you. We love you. And remember to listen to your mother. And make good choices. Cheers. Thank you for listening. Sipping with Snapped is an independent podcast, so the best way you can support us is to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcast or Podchaser. This podcast is researched, written, and edited by us. I'm Mary the mom. I'm Kylie the daughter. Thank you to Caleb Cook for lending his musical talents for our theme music. And tune in next Wednesday for another Sipping with Snapped episode. Cheers! Cheers. Hey Logan, say I love you. <laughs> <laughs>